Hey ladies, welcome to the 18-Minute Revolution, a podcast whose focus is on transforming the lives of women so they can dream again, hope again, and live a life on their own terms. I am your host, Pastor P, two-time award-winning author and literary strategist. I teach emerging storytellers how to tap into their creativity, turn those words into stories that transforms the lives of others. The 18-Minute Revolution is empowering, inspiring, and created to push you to the next level. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Welcome to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution. And today's episode is entitled, When God Says Go. When God Says Go. Let's look at Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. And it reads, Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abraham, Go for yourself. Go for yourself, not for anyone else, not for your family, not for your children, not for your husband, your, your spouse, your neighbor, your friends. Go for yourself, for your own advantage, away from your country, away from your relatives and your father's house to the land that I will show you. There's a lot to dissect just in that one verse. So he tells Abraham, Go for yourself. This is about you and only you. This is between you and the Lord. It is the direction. It is the instructions that God is telling you this day. I want you to go when God says go. And then he says away from your own country, your relatives and your father's house. Let's back up. He says for your own advantage and for your own advantage. I'm reading out of the Amplified. He said, this is for your own advantage. What I'm telling you to do, where I'm telling you to go, the next steps that I want you to take in your dimension, in your life, to the next fulfillment that you have in your purpose for living, this is for your own advantage. It's not for your children. It's not for your spouse. It's not for your neighbors. It is only for you. God says this, I'm going to show you where you need to go, but at least I need to tell you, you need to go. There are some of you who need to pack up your belongings, pack up your luggage, pack up all of it that you know, and get to stepping. Get to stepping. There is a place that God wants you to go, and he is looking for you to be willing. He is looking for you to be obedient. He is looking for you to God. He is looking for you to believe that he's going to guide you to the next place you need to go for your own advantage. That means that if I don't go and don't do and, and be in position where I am being obedient to what God has called me to do, that there is going to be some disadvantages of me staying right where I am. I'm, I need to say that again, because some of you are sitting there waiting for God to tell you to do something. He's already given you permission to do. There are some of us who are just sitting and waiting on God to confirm something he's already confirmed. God says go. 
And if we don't go and when we don't move at the timetable of God, it is to our detriment. It is to our disadvantage. But the Bible tells me that this is for my own advantage. That when God gives me a word and God says go, when all I have is the word from the Lord, if all I have is the word go, that is enough. That is sufficient enough for me because why? Because I have the word. I have God's word, his very own word that he has given me and he has said go. What are you waiting on? What are you waiting on when he has already given you the permission to do what he has promised for you to do? If you are waiting on God to give you more instructions, if you are waiting on God to tell you again what to do, God is not going to do it because God is waiting on you to act on what he's already given you to do. No matter how many times you are sitting there asking God to confirm what he's already told you to do, he is just not going to keep confirming the word over and over and over again. No, why? Because you got divine instructions from God himself. He said, go. There is a big difference between our heavenly father and us as parents. I need for you to lean in. I need for you to listen very attentively to what I'm about to say. There is a big difference between our heavenly father and us as parents. We tell our kids, our children over and over to do this, to do that. Over and over, we have to constantly give our kids the same directions, the same instruction over and over again. Why? Because our children have the ability not to listen to the first time we tell them to do something. But our heavenly father is not like that. The Bible tells me in John 10, 27, that the sheep know my voice. The sheep that are mine and are listening to my voice and they know me and I know them and they follow me. God is not going to keep telling us over and over and over over again to do what he's already called us to do. No, he will not. He says, my sheep hear me. They know me. They listen to me. And then what they do, they follow me. They do exactly what they, what they have been instructed to do by the shepherd, the good shepherd. So we are not like our father. We tell our children over and over and over again, and that becomes exhausting. Does it not? Yes, it does. It becomes exhausting. But our Heavenly Father is expecting His children to move and synchronize and be in, in unity and harmony to when He tells us and He gives us the word to go. So God told Abraham, leave from your own country, leave your own country behind you. There is something God wants you and I to do that is going to require us to leave what we are familiar with. It is something God wants to do is bigger than you and I. He says to Abraham, leave your own country behind you. God says to this, you need to leave some stuff behind you. You need to leave some stuff behind you, your own people, and go for the land. Go to a land that I will guide you. Listen, listen, lean in. God cannot guide you if we don't go.
God cannot guide you and I to a place, to a land, to a territory, to an empire when we don't move. He cannot guide us. If we don't move into action, we stay put, we don't leave, we don't walk away. God can guide us. How are we ever going to know when we get there or how are we ever going to know that God has promised us something and there is something, a greater reward for us, but if we don't move, if we don't go into action, if we are afraid, if we don't take God at his word, how are we ever going to receive the blessing of the Lord? How are we ever going to know that greater, that God has greater for us unless we move into action? The Bible tells me that the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. Don't you know that God is ordering your steps even when all you have is go? God told Abraham to leave. He cannot guide Abraham if he if he refused to leave his comfort zone. He cannot guide you and I if we refuse to leave our premise, if we refuse to stay in that safety place, in our comfort zone, in our safety net. Can you follow God? Lean in, lean in. Can you follow God when all you have from God is go? Whoo! Can you follow him when all you have is the word go? Two letters, G-O. All you have is go. Can you and I trust him in the unknown? Can you trust him without having all the specifications, all the details, all the facts, without having all the steps and the blueprint? I need to ask that of you again. Can you trust him in that place right where you are when you don't have the blueprint? When you don't have all the steps, because God already knows our makeup. He already knows our character. He already knows that we want step one, step two, step three, and step four. He already knows that right where we are, we're comfortable. We're comfortable sitting right where we are because you know what? Growth, stretching is uncomfortable. God knows it. Growth and stretching is uncomfortable. It stretches us out of our comfort zone. Don't you know that when God told Abraham, God already knew that Abraham was in a place that he was going to be stretched. Abraham was in a place that he had to grow, but he had to take these steps with God because God had a place for him to go that was better than right where he was right there. And in order for us to get to that greater place, we have to grow. We have to be stretched. God has to stretch us beyond our own capability and comprehension because right where you are is not where God wants you to remain. Right where you are is not where God wants you to remain. So can you trust him in the unknown? Can you trust him when all you have is a word that says go? Go has to be enough for us. Listen to this. Rigid people miss God because they are not flexible. Rigid people miss God because they are not flexible. Are you a rigid person? Are you rigid, meaning that you want things done a certain way and that you are not willing to bend when God gives you something that moves you, pushes you out of your comfort zone? You're expecting God to fit into your mold and it's never going to happen. Rigid people are unable to bend 
not able to change or be adaptable to new surroundings. Basically, what we do is we tell God, I don't want to go. I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. I am safe here. I am comfortable in my environment because what you're causing or what you're challenging me to do, God, this opportunity that you are giving me to move in, it is beyond my own comprehension. It is beyond my un- uh, my own comfort zone. And I am I am uncomfortable. God already knows it. He is going to push us out of our comfort zone because God has greater for you. God has more for you to do here on this earth. There is more impact that you and I need to make. There are more people that we need to touch. There are more lives that we need to change by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And God cannot do it with you and I when we are sitting right in the same place. No, God is going to push you out of your comfort zone. Can you move and can you go to that next place to that next level when you all you have is the word go rigid people are going to miss God because we will not bend we will not change and we will not adapt just think if Abraham told God no I'm comfortable right where I am because there is a condition excuse me there is a condition that comes along with our obedience and there are consequences that come along with our disobedience God says in in Genesis 12 and 2 I'm going to make your name great But it was only on the condition of him doing verse one, where it says you got to get away from everything you're you're familiar with. We can't get to the next unless we do the first. You cannot go to step two unless you do step one. So those of you who are sitting waiting on God to give you all the instructions up front, he is just not going to do it. God says go. God is telling you now to go. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Pastor Paulette Harper is available for breakout sessions, panel discussions, retreats, and keynotes. Her passion is to encourage and empower women to walk in courage and confidence as they grasp their true identity as a child of God. Contact her at paulette at pauletteharper.com. Listen, we cannot get to our next level, our next step without being uncomfortable. It's just not going to happen because God already knows we're comfortable right where we are. But God wants to push us. He is nudging us to go forth because God has a bigger purpose for you and I. You see, God says in his word, if you are willing and if you are obedient, what? You're going to eat the good of the land. You can be willing to do something, but not obedient in doing it. But willing and obedience work together. You can't be willing to do it and not obey God because it is in the obedience that we will, re- we will reap and receive the reward of what we are believing God for. We can't get to that place because we're comfortable. No, God is going to move us. He's going to stretch us. We're going to be uncomfortable. It is going to go against our our, our, our own uh, natural uh, abilities. Why? Because God wants to get us to that place that's bigger, that place, that place that is greater. Rigid people have their days all planned out. 
We have our schedule all worked out. We know what we're going to do at three. We know what we're going to do at five. We know what we're going to do at seven. And then what we do, we do the same thing the next day. You get the picture. So when God presents an opportunity to you and I, something that we have been praying about, something we have been trusting God for, and it comes to us, it is going to break up the, the rigidness in our schedule that we have been so accustomed to. And so what we begin to do is we begin to think about all the stuff that we already have on our place. We begin to think about all the stuff that we are doing. And then we begin to cancel ourselves out of that great opportunity. I don't know about you, but when God gives me something and he downloads an idea to me, and it's something that I've been wanting to do. It's something that I've been believing him for. And in spite of my plate already been filled, I'm not going to cancel God out. I'm going to say, God, okay, you're going to give me the grace to do this. You're going to give me the ability to do it. And I know that in it's not in my own might. It is not in my own power, but it is in the spirit of almighty God that I'm going to be able to do what you called me to do. Saints of God. If you've been believing God for something, you've been praying for God to do something and an opportunity that is bigger than you comes to you and God doesn't want you to look at how, how, you know, how much stuff you got going on. He already knows how much stuff me and you got going on. He already knows it, but he gives you this opportunity before you not to cancel yourself out, not to look at what you're already doing, how busy your schedule is. He already knows how busy your schedule is. God says, my grace is sufficient for you. I can do for you with all of the stuff, in spite of all of the stuff you and I have have going on, God still gives you something else to do. Why? Because he wants to expand your capacity. Hallelujah. He wants to extend your capacity to move in the things of God. We cannot move in the capacity in which God wants us to move. Stand right where we are. It is just not going to happen. Can you trust him when all he has given you is the word? go. No blueprint, no, um, no steps to take just the word go. Hallelujah. He reserves, listen, he reserves the right to lead us in unforeseen moments. Hallelujah. He reserves that right. You have to trust God. God will never leave you elite you astray. He will not abandon you in this hour. He is going to take you far beyond your hopes, your and imaginations if you trust him with the word go. Listen, growth is uncomfortable. I said it before and I will say it again. Growth is uncomfortable. Stretch is uncomfortable. We have to be flexible in God. We have to bend. We have to be willing to change even at a moment. Even in a moment, we have to be flexible and willing to make the necessary changes in God. 
Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this, trust in the Lord. You know the scripture with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Listen, trust in the Lord with all your heart, the core of who you are. Your mind has to trust God. Your willingness has to be in obedience to God. And your emotions, you you and I both know, we cannot rely on our emotions. Our emotions are fluctuated. They go up and down, up and down. We cannot rely upon our emotions. So the, so the Bible says that I have to trust God with the core of who I am. I have to trust him in my mind because my mind can be unstable. My mind can go be tossed to and fro. I have to trust God with my will because my will can lead me into places that are not necessarily good for me. Come on now. I'm talking to us. Okay. And my emotion my emotions are unstable. My emotions are unstable. So listen to this. If we dissect the word depend, it means to bank on, to bet on, to lean on, to trust in, to turn to. And then we look at the word understanding. That means mastery. It means comprehension. So listen to this. Trust in the Lord with all your mind, your will, your emotions, and do not bank on, bet on, lean on, trust in your own mastery your own skill, your own proficiency. Yes, I'm going to say that again. God is saying this, trust in the Lord with all your mind, your will, and your emotions, and do not bank on, rely on, bet on, lean on, trust in your own mastery skill or proficiency. Why? Because that's not enough to get the job done. Hallelujah. That is not enough to get the job done. It's not enough to take you to where God wants you to go. Why? Because it's bigger than you and I. It is bigger than you and I. So I cannot trust in my own will. I cannot trust in my own mind. I cannot trust on my own emotion. I can't even bet on that stuff. Why? I can't lean on it. Why? Because it's the mastery. It's the skill that depends on me. No, it has to depend on God where I need to go, what I need to do to do, the steps I need to take, the strategies I need to, to take. It has to be God. Some of us are sitting in the same place, the same job, the same relationship, the same church, the same city the same state and God told you long ago to go. He told you long ago to go. Some of us have been sitting on million dollar ideas, book deals, speaking opportunities, other streams of income. You will never see the hand of God moving your life, stand stuck right where you are. I'm going to say it again. You will never see the hand of God move on your life, stand stuck right where you are. God says this, I've given you permission to conquer. I've given you permission to move on. I've given you permission to leave and to get to your next left, to your next, next, to your next. I'm sorry. You have been given divine permission by God himself, the creator of heaven and earth, the same God who caused those things that be not as though they are, the same God who spoke the world into existence. God says, I have given you divine permission to be successful. I have given you divine permission to be creative. I have given you divine permission to break the mold. I have given you divine permission to break out, to be uh, prosperous. I have given you divine permission to position yourself for success, to position yourself to prosper. I have given you divine permission to go, says the Lord. God says go.
Ecclesiastes 11 and 4 says this. He who watches the wind, waiting for all the conditions to be perfect, will not sow. And he who looks at the clouds will not reap a harvest. Let me tell you this. God says go. But if you are busy looking at the wind and waiting for your conditions to be perfect, which they will never be, you will not sow. So if you're sitting around just waiting for things to be right, for the perfect time, for all everything to align perfectly, it is just not going to happen. When God told Abraham to get away from your family, do you not know that Abraham was comfortable right where we are, right where he was? We are comfortable in surroundings that we are familiar with. We are comfortable in surroundings where we can tell people what to do, people where to go. We are right comfortable in those kind of surroundings because it doesn't move us. It doesn't stretch us. It doesn't push us out of our comfort zone. But when God tells you something that is going to be for your own advantage, not for anyone else, it is going to require you to be stretched. God already knows you don't have the money, but then God gives you a solution. He says, I'm your provider. I am Jehovah Jireh. I will provide all that you need. So we are without excuse. God says, go. Hey there, my beautiful sisters. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution. For more information about me, my books, or my services, or if you are an aspiring author and you need help publishing your book, I would love the opportunity to speak with you. Please visit me at my website, www.pauletteharper.com. I want to leave you with this scripture, Psalm 66, verse 12 from the Passion Translation. It reads, You've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. We pass through fire and flood. Yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before, saturated with your goodness. Until next time, keep pressing.